Hello, hello, and welcome. What up, what up? It is Post Hump Day. This is the Post Hump Day podcast. I'm Tommy DeSalt. I'm Kellen King. And I tell you what, we are glad you're here. Uh-huh, we're excited. It's uh, uh, It's been a wild week. Um, it's been a wild, wild, wild week. Um, where do we start? Yeah, I will, I'll just, we'll just, let's just take baby steps, okay? That's the best way to do it. How was your weekend? Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was great. Um, got a little bit of downtime. Yeah. Um, we've both kind of ramped up on, uh, productivity around our lives. Yeah. You know, working a lot harder now. So, uh, Uh, all you haters that are commenting, like you guys need to get a job (laughs) or we we also have jobs. Yeah. We're all employed here. Yeah. Um, full time. Yeah. We're just, uh, we go the extra mile. We're grinders. We do this on the side. Yeah. This is (laughs) just a little fun hobby. Uh, we also, they said, go get lives. We do. And we'll talk about that. That's what we, if you watch other clips or other things, we do talk about our lives. Um, I was gonna tell you we had another soccer game this weekend. Uh, Hell yeah! How'd it go? It did we guarded we're undefe- up? Shin light- guards, yeah. Good? Lightning undefeated. Oh, uh, baby, excited, dude. I um, I love this like this. Is what people say this season of my life. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. You know how people say that like <laughs> this season. Uh, I'm going to be doing this and this and, you know, it's like how do you know what season you're in, dude? It's like when I meet people and then they find out about my, you know. They're like, oh, it sounds like a rough season of your life. <laughs> like, yeah, it kind of was. Yeah. There's a few of them. It's going to get nominated, though, this season. It's yeah. going to get nominated for something. <laughs> but no, it was, uh, we're undefeated. Lightning's undefeated. And I've told you this uh, off air. Uh, when I was growing up, I was on a soccer team at the same age, and I got to name, my dad was the coach. So he's like, hey, what do you, like, what do you, what would you want the team to be named? And I was like, uh, Lightning. That would be fun. And it's cool to see, you know, uh, Lulu's son, like, play for uh, play for the lightning. He lightning. also has like my number, so and he just picked it. You know, probably the same size. But they, dude, that that's funny because it was the same thing for me. Uh, my dad was the coach. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, we were the lucky dogs. <laughs> that's badass. Yeah, sounds um, like a Metal Gear Solid reference. I don't know you. <laughs> oh, shout out all my gamers out there. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, but uh, so lightning is going strong. Um, Stars. We went to the Dallas Stars game. Yeah. Um. And they, oh, y'all went to it. Yeah. Last last night they took an L. Yeah. Um. Man, it was a it was a pretty shitty game. When did um, you start getting into hockey? Like, when did that? When I came out of the womb. No. Not, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you came out with ice skates. Dude, okay. Well, back up. She had to put some more stitches in when that happened. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. No. Okay. So when did hockey? So when I was a kid. Um, first of all, my dad, he was born in El Paso, Okay, but his dad was in the service. He grew up in Syracuse, um, upstate New York area. So like the stories I'd hear, he, you know, he'd tell me, you know, when they were kids, they'd call the fire department and they'd come spray down, uh, and they would play hockey out on the streets and stuff. So, or parking lots. I should say, but, um, so then when we would get a, a nice little sleet, sleet storm yeah. that would roll through when we were kids in the cul-de-sac iced oh, over, yeah. then we would play with our tennis shoes on ice, which was nuts. So obviously we weren't skating, but right. we were busting ass. 
So do you use a ball or do you use the puck? Because I know that you can't really use the puck on. Well, it would be ice. So yeah. we, the puck would work. It would work. still work? Okay. Um, but yeah. Then we, we used to do the indoor hockey with. Uh, yeah. Is it Little Jim? I don't know. Yeah, Little Jim. Is that what it was? <laughs> I think so. Dude, that place used to fucking rock. Uh, so, but anyway, dude, I always liked it. And then yeah. um, my dad, he he started getting tickets again. Yeah. Um, and a few years ago, I really got back into uh, the stars specifically. Dude, it's a an it's expensive sport. Like, thinking about getting into soccer, right? Like, you got cleats, shin guards, socks, ball. That's about it. With hockey, you got to get helmet, pads, skates, like, hockey stick. Like, I mean, it's, it's a little I, bit I more gear. It's, I would, don't hurt, don't hate me for saying this, hockey fans, but it's a second tier sport. They're not saying like fun wise, not excitement wise. I'm saying with the people that go into hockey, like sometimes I saw the other day TJ Watt, he was like a very good hockey player. Yeah. And apparently, because, and they asked him, like, why is it a dying, not a dying sport, but why, why are, uh, we're not getting the same athletes or why is like they're not a push at that elementary, middle school level to start playing hockey? And it's like, it's expensive. You know yeah, I mean? and it depends where you live. Like, yeah, I've, that too. I've been uh, been to other states where like um, our our little league baseball games are better yet. Our little junior football games with parents fighting in the parking lots. Yeah, um, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it in the stands of hockey and the youth uh, in other states. So, I think that's part of it. Same with like lacrosse or, or anything. Yeah, that's um, true. But I, I mean, I'll say this. Um, I remember the Dallas Stars winning the Stanley Cup, and I remember getting to stay up late and watch. Uh, and that series, I mean, they went into how many overtimes? It yeah. was like, hey, it's a school night, but we're gonna let you watch it anyway. You know, did Dallas riot when that happened? You know how you always see like <laughs> all these sports teams, like their their cities, like get just fucking demolished afterwards i don't remember no, dallas looking like that uh, we understand we still got to live here tomorrow yeah and um, dallas is shitty anyway so it doesn't matter <laughs> oh, fuck yeah yeah um but you know what i think disney did like remember <laughs> my mighty ducks came out there that was hockey propaganda and it worked on me at least we used to watch mighty ducks you know mighty ducks 2 all the time absolutely like that skate scene i mean obviously when they would like say where they're all from they had that one kid from austin yeah know, Dwayne, that little rodeo guy and a little, i was out there roping on my skates yeah, yeah that was him uh everybody else is from like massachusetts or you know what i mean they're like they're telling them where everybody's from and they're all from like the massachusetts area <laughs> and they're like minnesota minnesota that's what i'm sorry minnesota the other m state yeah they're all from minnesota so that's like the demographic of like where our hockey players kind of come from here. A lot of Canadians. A uh, lot of Canadians, a lot of like Northerners. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm going to, I've, I've told you this last, like last year, I want to get back into like watching hockey. Cause I, I, I've only been to, I've been to two hockey games. Been to the Brahmas. Which okay. is like, you know, they've changed the name of them now. Right. But then I told you I have a buddy that plays on the uh, Fort Worth Barracudas. Yeah. And I don't know if I told, did I tell that story on air? Uh, go tell it again. All right, just real quick. Um, I went to. Uh, he saw me just around town wearing like Brahmas. Like I like wearing minor league sports stuff. I think their mascots are cool. 
shout out, you know, the hooks. Got a lot of love for the hooks. Got a lot of love for the hooks on one of our videos. Um, and he saw it, and he was like, dude, I used to play for the Brahmas. He's like, they don't, they're not called, you know, the North Texas Brahmas anymore. That maybe, you know, they were, they changed their name. He's like, I play on the Fort Worth Barracudas now. I was like, I didn't even know that he had a team. He was like, yeah, you should come watch us. We're having like one of our home games in a couple weeks. I was like, okay, yeah, I'll come. And uh, so I went and I texted. I was like, dude, I'm uh, I'm coming tonight. Like, hope to see you. And he's, uh, you know, what people call a goon, right? <laughs> like he's this big boy. He's a, I need a big boy. I need a big boy. <laughs> he's like, you know, 6'3". He's just like all muscle. And they he he is a goon. He's an enforcer. And uh, he's like, all right, bet. I'm going to get into a fight with you or get into a fight for you tonight. <laughs> and I thought he was just like blowing smoke. So I get up, I get there, and uh, I'm sitting next to the other team. Like, I'm kind of, there's, you know, I'm just, I just sat down with a person I came with and we're talking with uh, the people we're next to. And they're like, yeah, uh, yeah, my grandson, he's, he's out there. And, you know, like, that's his daughter. She's sitting right over here. And it's like this, like, six year old girl. And, you know, there, his mom and dad, we get into it. We watch them all the time. And I'm like, yeah, this is my friend's over there somewhere. Uh, you know, he's he's playing. Fast forward, like, not even, I text, you know, like, after I told him I was there, he sees me. And, dude, immediately afterward, him and this, the guy's family that I'm sitting to, that guy, they're getting into a fucking, like, full-on brawl. <laughs> The grandma's like, stop it, stop it, your daughter's here. And the daughter's like crying. And I'm like, I just told him that that was my friend. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, well, sorry, guys, sorry. Like, friend's kind of a jackass. It's and time I, to go. And it's all because I decided to go to this hockey game. So there's a little PTSD there. Maybe maybe I need to sit with a fa- Like, I don't know. But. Dude, uh, well, I'll tell you what. They're still out there fighting. Right. Uh, we did the, to see it. We did the same thing. At Dude, the- shout out Jamie Ben real quick. Um, he is the realest motherfucker. He... I love him. He'll... He, I'm telling you, man. Anything that happens to a Stars player... Dude, yeah. it's like he's a shark, and he just got a whiff of some blood. Not San Jose shark. He's got his... You, you're talking about the actual animal. Or that. Either one. But... Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, he he's he's it's fun to watch, and yeah. that's the thing about hockey. Hockey's probably the most fun sport to that's watch. That's what I love is the passion that comes out. Yeah, um, I don't see that in many other sports. No, we yeah, like what, what, there was a bar I went to one time, uh, just out of the blue, like when I was on spring break or somewhere like in Florida, and uh, it was a hockey bar, and we were just like all hockey. It was hockey playoffs, and dude. It, it was like one of the most fun times I've had watching sports anywhere at a bar. And I'm not, like I said, I don't really follow hockey, not the biggest hockey guy. And that w- like that excitement to me was fun. Yeah. I'll tell you something else we watched this weekend, though. Have you been following up with, like, obviously it happened when we were kids, and that's where we met. I, I mean, if you guys listen back to the first episode, we we met down in Waco. Yeah, you, it was uh, Waco, Texas, Waco, America. Have you been watching that documentary at all? Uh, yeah, it's, dude, it's fucking (laughs) awesome, actually. And I mean, there's a lot of gray lines there. Like, you don't, sometimes you're like, okay, the ATF shouldn't have done what the fuck they did. But then other times you're like, okay, they're just trying to like, make sure, like, I mean, okay. I put it this way. Um, I actually, I had a guy that, 
um, was a part of that come speak in our criminal justice Which side? class. Oh, ATF side? No. FBI side? No. no. Other side? Yeah. David, uh, he was Davidians. Under, he was under uh, Koresh, yeah. Davidi- Davidian branch, yeah. And uh, he's like reformed, obviously, and and um, he, he, he wrote a book and stuff about it. But um, so having that in like the background of my brain while I watch this stuff. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting, too, to see both sides. Like, they'll have, like, the sniper. He's, like, a hostage uh, sniper. And it's he's basically saying, like, we're the last line of defense. If anything's happening here in the United States, like, we're the last line of defense this sniper team is. And he's talking about how he's, like, watching, uh, he's watching the bell tower that, like, I guess David Koresh used to live in. Right. And uh, he he said, like, one night, you know, he was looking through the window and he saw David Koresh like pop up there. And he was like, I could take him out and end all this right now. And then you fast forward, you could see, you know, the Davidians, like the, the crew in Waco. And they're like talking about how it was on the inside. And it's just like cool seeing both sides. And then you're seeing videos of the gunfights. Yeah. And like, you know, people obviously died. It was like one of the biggest like war scenes that we've had here on American soil. Like it, I mean, besides civil war, sorry. In the Revolutionary War. Okay, whatever. <laughs> modern modern America. How about that? Yeah. No, it, it really was nuts. Um, we had somebody else here in Waco. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I Yeah. <laughs> y- yesterday, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was the uh, launch. Yeah. The launch. Uh, the first place. 2.0. The first place to go for your presidential campaign if you're Donald Trump is... Waco. Waco. Why? There, there's, Why there's a point, but I, I mean, I we get it, but like we were talking about that. So, uh, it's just a it's just a prime demographic, I'd say. I'd say so. Um, yeah. you got all the all the outside towns. You're gonna draw yeah. people from some major metroplexes, not too sure. far away. It's about an hour and a half, two hour drive from here. Probably farther, actually. Now that I think about it. But yeah, if you're speeding, you can go fast on I-35. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you really can but yeah but waco though like what uh it's the demographic i think right a hundred percent i think it's yeah. a, to make a point to like hey i'm going here because I, I i put it this way we talk about sales sometimes yeah. we talk about marketing yeah. uh little things going on if i'm an analyst and i go on to a marketing page yeah and i want to look at where's my for sure stat Waco. That's probably a place <laughs> yeah. I'd go. I think it's also this. It's like we talked about the gray areas. Like we talked about how you can see the side of the reason why the ATF kind of did what they did. You can see the freedom and why like you can also be on the side of the Davidians, right? Yeah. And so it's like not uh, – we, we're going to get into the segment in a second called Getting Away With Murder. It is like a gray area. Well, I mean, dude, the headlines were reading like – Facing, you know, all this possible indictment. Yeah. But he's out touring. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you're going back to that. In Waco. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So he's like, it almost feels like you're getting away with something. Yeah. Do you want, uh, do you mind if I tell a story real quick? Or do you got a story that you want to tell that's more, uh, getting away with murder? Um... It's not real. Okay, guys, we didn't really murder Yeah, I didn't, listen, I didn't murder anybody, um... This is. My, I think you should kick it off since it sure. was your your uh, 
So this is these are gray areas. These are things that you not necessarily against the law, but these are things that you probably shouldn't have done in retrospect, right? And uh, so mine was back in college. Um, I was in a fraternity, and uh, you know, obviously we we mingled a lot with sororities. Now sororities and fraternities had a lot different rules from each other. Uh, in fraternities, you could go upstairs. I mean, not at our. Uh, uh, at Oklahoma State, but you could drink at the fraternity. You could have parties there, um, and at other states, uh, sororities. They were it was like a lockdown protocol over there. Hey, am I right about that? B, we have you like you're not allowed to go upstairs. You're not allowed to like have any. You guys can only be in the vestibule. Like, there's different rules for sororities than there are fraternities. Uh, the sororities at Louisiana Tech are basically like, um. You walk in and there's like, it's like a small little house uh-huh. and it's like the living area. Then there's a kitchen, bathrooms, and then upstairs is like the chapter room. Yeah. Um, is that so the is that the no men zone? No, they could go up there. Oh, our, for us, it was like you weren't, you were only allowed to be in the vestibule. You could go, maybe if you were studying. That's where I learned the word foyer. Yeah. Uh, some people call it a, fo- a foyer. Foyer. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, that's where it was. But at Louisiana Tech, um, the sorority houses, and this is true for like I think this is like for different schools, but different parishes and counties, a certain amount of women can't live together. It's considered a brothel, so they oh, aren't yeah. like that's Louisiana for you. Yeah, okay. They're so, not like sorority houses that you see in all the movies. Texas Tech is that similar way too. Uh, I know that guys are not, there's not a, there's a certain cap of men that can be in the same room or same house with you. But uh, my point is, is that OU is not that way. I went to Oklahoma State, but I went, I got invited to go to a date party at OU uh, for the weekend. And we, I had some friends that were SAEs, not SAEs, I'm sorry, SIG apps over there. And uh, we were supposed to stay at their, their fraternity house. Well, I was going there with some uh, girls that went to my high school. We got invited to a date party, me and one of my my, my buddies. And, uh, I mean, we just got obliterated, right? That'll happen. And at the end of the night, I ended up being, like, I woke up the next morning, and I was on the second floor in the sorority house. Did you you, did you panic? I panicked. I <laughs> Not only did I panic, like, her and her roommate panicked. She was like, you got to get the fuck out of here. It was homecoming weekend. Okay. Oh, yeah. So we had alumni after alumni, like 60 year old women, 40 year old women, all just in the house, just like going into the different rooms <laughs> and stuff. So like, we, you need to get the fuck out of here right now. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, I need to know the layout of this. Where, where am I at? They're like, okay, so the house is like a U. It's like a horseshoe. Okay. <laughs> You're right here in the middle of the horseshoe. You got your exit to the bottom left of the U. You got your exit to the bottom right. Try to try to get to that. So I'm like, okay, uh, let me figure this out. So I have them put me on like one of those sorority like raincoats. Okay. Put my hood up, put like some <laughs> like Uggs on, and uh, I try to act like I'm a sorority girl, you know? Oh, and you went the blend in route. I'm trying to blend I in. I did something different. <laughs> <laughs> you stood out. And so I was I'm, like Jason Bourne, just <laughs> all over the place getting yeah. out. So I, uh, as soon as I get out of the room, right, it's just like all hands on deck for me, just making sure that nobody sees my face, nobody sees anything. Uh, I'm walking with my head down, and two girls like 
come out in towels out of the shower. I'm like, shit. So I turn another way and I just open a door and like hide into a, a room. And I turn around and these two girls are in there and I'm like, oh shit. So I like go back out and then I'm running the other way because I can't go past these two like girls that are out in the hallway. That's what we call a predicament. Yeah. And I'm like stuck. And as soon as like I see the exit sign, I start running towards it. And they're like, hey, who are you? Who are you? And these like old lady, she's sitting there and she's like, well, he has a beard. <laughs> and I just like start sprinting and I uh, I make it out. Well, anyways, they got they got kicked out of their sorority. Oh, club. fuck. So not a good ending. So but it was your fault. It was my fault. Yeah. But uh, it's getting away with murder. Imagine they had to go tell their parents. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's it's a exclusive club to be going up there. Like I, I I remember and I've okay I, for the record I've been up there a couple times at other places yeah and you're not allowed to be up there it is like a off the off limits off like not not supposed to be there yeah um yeah no that's that's wild what do you got for me yours is gonna be a little bit more uh, um we need to have a statute of limitations for yours <laughs> I don't know how far I want to take it um but. Yeah, um, we're not gonna we're not gonna go all the way on that one. Um, If you know my story, you know um, there was some interesting things going on. But uh, I I guess if 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 we want to go the fraternity sorority route, we don't have to. um, But if you want to, there's lots there. Um, But dude, I will say this: we we weren't supposed to have alcohol in our house. Yeah, it was a dry campus. Uh, or drugs or really anything. Right. Um, and there's actually a committee uh, that's made up of all different fraternity yep. sorority members. And they kind of go house to house and do these uh, in- inspections. Yep. Um, Where did y'all have parties? We'd have we'd have house parties. Like sophomores, juniors, juniors so, and seniors in our fraternity had like properties, houses. Yes. Okay. So like I lived in a house that was like a house party for like three years. And every Sunday, it gets passed down. It gets passed down. So, like, you know, the members would have it, and then it'd be like, okay, we want to keep this house party or this house in our rotation of house parties. So then other members who were sophomores or juniors leaving would go live there. And, and, and keep in mind when we're saying houses, some of these are in the city, but some of these are out, out on the like ranches. Yeah. There was, so there was some huge pasture parties. I yeah. mean, all different types of. And it was that, I mean, that's kind of how we got around to do that. We, then we would have like freshmen come over, like pledge it, pledge ships during pledge ship and clean the house. Like, get what we would do is we had it down to a science at my house. We would have black lights that they'd have to install. They'd have a table, like a dance table that they'd have to bring in and like beer pong set up down in the basement. So they'd get the whole house, you know, PA system set up. So then the, after that was all set up, you know, then then the next uh, next morning, if we were having a par- house party at a different house, they would come clean ours. Ass crack at dawn. Yeah, they'd they'd come, you know, come in, clean everything up, all the leftover beer. You'd find, you know, like cases of beer in the washing machine where people were hiding them, or in the refrigerator. They'd accumulate all of them, and then that was your beer, so you could just drink that for the rest. You know, yeah. Do you remember all that? Yeah. yeah. The uh, yeah. So there's two things uh, I'd say. The 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 one was getting stuff in the house. Yeah. Um, I did that every day. Um, my backpack rarely had books in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the uh, the funniest thing that came to my mind immediately was we were at a party, and it was uh, it was an underage 
uh, mm-hmm. party yeah. in college, and the police came to shut this thing down. Uh, they had gotten, obviously, a bunch of noise complaints and all different stuff. And this was a, a very mixed party. So there was um, just a lot of people from... You know, because you get to have your little circles, your little groups of friends within yeah. your fraternity. Um, but then, you you know, like, we weren't in the same fraternity. Right. But we were cool. We'd go yeah. to each other's stuff. So yeah, you'd been to mine. I'd been to yours a couple times. It was like that. And the police come. They're kicking everybody out of the house. And immediately what came to my mind was there were so many bottles of alcohol just yeah. sitting in this house. And the police are all like, I mean, they've got this place locked down. Yeah. And um, it was at that point I decided I was going back in. For the alcohol? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So um, I actually snuck in the house um, and got to where I had, um, you know, the seven, the plastic 750s yep. laying around. I had stuffed in each boot. Yeah. Um, I had loaded my belt uh, stuck beers and bottles and everywhere I could, and then you know you grab you grab as many as you possibly can. These are liquor bottles we're talking about. Hell yeah! And I was like, I'm going for it, <laughs> and I ended up uh, making it to the front door and realizing the cops were uh, they had the place surrounded. Damn! And um, at that point, I just went for it, went right through them, and kept running. Damn, they and, had other uh, fish to fry. And I was like, yeah, that's what came to my mind. I was like, okay, are they going to worry about one kid? Yeah. Or are they going to worry about, like, just getting everyone out? So, and uh, it felt like I got away with with, uh, murder. with murder a little bit that, that night. We, that's that was that's always the best feeling. Like, we got shut down a couple times, and it, the stress level for being, like, the, the person that lives at the house when, you know, you have underage people drinking and dude one time and we know this girl i'm not going to say her name on i'll tell you after we go to break uh we had all the doors closed and she was knocking on the door like help like please like i'm about to get an mip outside like um, and i was like if we open this door we're going to get in so much trouble yeah. we ended, i think somebody ended up opening the door and we got like hit with i mean uh, I, I think it got taken off, but dude, like those the, getting, uh, just don't open the door. Don't o- ever open the door, <laughs> even for this, you know, just don't do it. And, uh, but yeah, we got hit with like five tickets cause there was five of us living there. Oh yeah. But this good thing about having to be in a fraternity that just, that money gets, you know, it's like a, it's like a house party fee. It gets like absolved. It's uh, like you will, we'll take care of it. But yeah, it, man, I, that stress level, just like talking to police officers when you're of age and you know that you like you're allowed to be doing for, as a adult, legal adult, to be doing what you're doing, but also like doing something that's not legal at the right. same time. Oh yeah, uh, it's it's very stress inducing. You know, like we'd have windows broken every week. You know what I mean? Like and just police officers showing up every week. There'd always be a it just yeah, I dude. I was so I I don't know why. Um, I'd say it, it ended up being voluntary, but dude, I was always the guy they sent to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I had, a, I guess I had a decent way, but dude, it would be the, the same, same cops yep. over and over. Yeah. 
Same here. Let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we're gonna put B to the test. We're gonna we're talking about some Mandela effects. So stick with us. And we are back. Hi. Um, so we're, go ahead. Yeah, we're talking uh, Mandela effect. Yes, sir. It has to do with Nelson Mandela. So for those of you who don't know what the uh, the Mandela effect is, it's basically where a lot, a group of people uh, have a false memory of something happening. And the reason why it's called the Mandela effect is because uh, Nelson Mandela, he was uh, he, he was like an activist, but he was also the president at the time. Uh, I, honestly, I, like I want to say it's West Africa, but we, we can cut that because I have no idea. Um, <laughs> you, you looked that up for me. Uh, so, but he, he went to prison for some of his activism that he did. And a lot of people thought that he died in the 1980s in prison. Well, he didn't die until like 2013. So that was, uh, a, a lot of people. And I honestly, which is crazy because I remember hearing that he died in prison and I wasn't even alive then. So it's like, <laughs> what's the, like, how would I know that? How would that be something that I thought too? Um, I think it's because, and people it's a conspiracy theory. Give me a Oh. That it's because our timelines have merged. And a lot of people believe something happened a certain way because it happened in their timeline. And other people believe something happened in a different way because it happened in that way in their timeline. Yeah. So there's a lot. Like he didn't actually die till 2013. Yeah. Um, okay. Just said that. This guy. He's no. getting there. Yeah. He's... he's <laughs> <laughs> we're messing with you. Okay. So uh we're gonna we're gonna do some uh to our Gen Z millennial cusp camera woman producer B. I'm not a Gen Zer. I said cusp. Aren't you kind of on the cusp or no? Mm, I don't know. I'm gonna look it up right now. Okay. Uh we're gonna give you some and you're gonna tell us which is the correct in this timeline. I believe that I'm in a different timeline because a lot of these, I I can't. I, I remember them differently. Yeah. Are you the same way, dude? Well, uh, as we know, my memory's pretty shitty either yeah, way. Yeah, that could be the reason. But uh, yeah, no, I, there's some of these definitely. So here's here's one that I don't even know if you uh, the one that I don't think she remembers this movie. So I'm going to use this one as an example that blew my mind. Um, do you remember the movie Shazam? Not the DC like superhero movie, but Shazam. Oh yeah, uh, there was a movie that came out, and there was a wizard. A kid like found this wizard. It was kind of like an Aladdin situation, but modern day. And he gave him uh, a lot of different wishes. Now the wizard on that movie, or the genie, sorry, the genie, uh, was Shaquille O'Neal. But I remember it being Sinbad. Oh wow! Because I okay. Who do you remember it being? Shaq. Yeah. And uh, and it honestly, like now that I'm remembering it, me and my brothers used to have this like, there was this uh, when we used to watch Sports Center, and uh, they would have like that commentary on the top ten. They'd be like, "Oh, and look at this!" Like uh, when they when when Sports Center and the top ten was badass yeah. back in the day. There was this one dunk that uh, Shaq did, and like the, the announcers were like going at it, and he was like, he dunks it, and he's like. I was in Shazam. Yeah. So like I do remember him being in it, but so, for some reason. Yeah. Well, I just remember that was the first time I'd ever seen, and Shaq really do that. His face was like yeah. made signature from Shazam. I feel like. And I think what people 
forget is that Sinbad was in a movie where he was with like a, a kid that about that age yeah. called, uh, I think it was called The First Kid. And okay. Do you remember that movie? It was a movie where he was like the bodyguard, like the Secret Service member for the first kid, like the president's son. Yeah, and the the, the kid's a little shithead. Type yeah, he's a little deal. shithead, and he gets like in trouble with like a little <laughs> yeah. predator online. I remember that, yeah. yeah. They meet at a mall, and yep. he takes a bullet for the kid. That's right. Okay, so that's that movie. And I think like people get those movies confused because uh, – that kid's about the same age, you know, Sinbad. I get it, you guys. They're both tall black men. That can happen. So that's another example. But I'm going to give, let's see if uh, if B can get some of these right. Yeah. You want to go, you got one. Yeah, I, I got one. Um, so B, um, Curious George. Picture, the, picture. The little monkey. Curious George with his little nanner, his little banana. Um, when you picture Curious George, do you see his tail, or do you not see a tail? No tail. So you're right. <laughs> uh, Curious George's tail was never there. Yeah, which uh, is wild. Which is wild because when you see the picture with the tail, you're like, it that, looks yep, real. That's it. Like it looks, if I was looking at a police lineup right now, I'd be yeah, like, that's the one. That's that monkey that stole my banner. <laughs> yeah, that would be. That's me. That's that was he one looks, for me too. Yeah, yeah. He looks a little different without a tail. Yeah, you can tell they the photoshopped real. that tail. And now that you're looking at the two, but yeah. growing up, I remember him like having the tail. Me too. I Here's know. one: um, the peanut butter. Okay, is it called Jiff or Jiffy? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but I use it every day, so it's Jiff. Damn. I would have swore it was Jiffy. Same here. And uh, I told Lulu about this. I feel like, yeah, go ahead. But I get it. The The competitor is Skippy, like Skippy peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Um, but there used to be a, like a commercial that came out, and she quoted it the other day. It was like, Mom's like Jiff or Jiffy or something like that. And I, I remember it differently than I she did. Like when people say, we'll do it in a Jiffy. Yeah. Like you're going to do it like peanut butter. Jiffy lube. <laughs> so. Car place. You got one. That one. That one is. That one is a good one. Um, this one. Yeah. Yeah. So you use this pretty often. Um, Febreze. How do you spell it? Here, give her the two is examples so she doesn't have F-E-B-R-E-E-Z-E. a. But yeah, she can have a brain aneurysm here. Easy. Um, Febreze. Yeah, so you're wrong. It's Febreze. It's no, it's F E B R E Z E. It's not spelled like breeze. What were what was I trying to pick between the two? I should let you. What you the, spelled? Here, F E. There's two E's. Yeah, F E. Listen, we're in a spelling bee. No. The correct answer. Uh, no, I'm kidding. So there's two options: F E B R E E Z E, which is what you said, or F-E-B-R-E-Z-E, which is the correct way. And I would swear that it was two E's. Breeze, yeah. I would have sworn. If if someone was like, you have to get this right. Or I'm killing you. Yeah. Like, Ooh, someone in production is fired because yeah. this whole store of Febreze was spelled wrong. Yeah, Exa- yeah exactly. Uh, the smell test or whatever they call <laughs> it. Um, okay. Did you ever read the Bernstein, Bernstein Bears growing up? Yeah, and it's spelled with an E, not an A. The final answer? 
Yes. Have y'all seen the... No, y'all are laughing. Have y'all seen like people debunking the Mandela effect where they'll find their childhood book and it's like spelled the way... I saw the same thing with the Shazam. I saw a TikTok of someone pulling uh, Shazam VHS out of the... Um, and I might be wrong. It might be Kazam. I always get it wrong, but it doesn't matter. Uh, and it's Sinbad's on the cover. Yeah, Kazam, <laughs> Shazam, Kazam. I don't know. Sinbad. It's one of those two. You guys know which movie yeah, I'm talking about. I got you. Uh, but Bears. but it's spelled with an A. Baird Stain Bears, and I I could have sworn it was with an E I too. Because I mean, a when I used to try to get as many A R points as possible, I used yeah. to read the shit out of those and uh. And actually, you know what? I got one of the questions on the AR test was wrong. I had to like pull out the book and be like, look, right here, this is where it says. So I knew those books front to cover, front to back cover. I could have sworn it was spelled EI too. So that. Dude, talk about spelling. I got another one for you. Yeah, this one's. I'm dyslexic. Um, well, uh, this one, um, we're going to talk about hot dogs for a second. Hot dogs. Hot dog. By the way. Dude, I just want to say, you got to drive up north. Uh, well, it's not as far from from you, but they put in these new Chicago uh, based restaurants in town. Okay, and you want a good hot dog, um, Carrollton area, Frisco up that way. Um, I had the best. Outside of being in Chicago, the best Chicago dog I've ever had. Damn. This What's last the place week. called? Yeah. It's Chicago. called Chicago Dogs. Uh, and there's another place called, uh, oh, shit. I can't remember it now. Um, I'll have to look it up. We'll plug it. We'll plug it. Um, uh, so Oscar Meyer Hot Dogs is a really famous hot dog brand. Do you spell it O S C A R? M E Y E R, or is it Oscar M A Y E R? M A. So you're uh, you're correct. I would have swore nice. it was with an E. Same here. Because when I think of the branding and reading it, yeah, it's it like doesn't ever font. look like it. It looks like the same. Yeah, like th- there's two E's instead of an A. Oscar Mayer also dropped the bag. I don't know if did you guys ever see everything everywhere all at once? Did y'all see that? No. Okay, there's a scene in it and like basically the movie is about uh different dimensions and different alternative universes and you know things happening everywhere all at once. Uh in one of the universes they have hot dog fingers. I don't know it's weird, but it like it's and it's weird in the movie, but it's kind of funny. But uh they approached Oscar Meyer before uh, the movie and said, "Hey, we would like to have a sponsorship with you guys," and they they turned him down. And now this movie, like you know, has won been winning Oscars and like it was one, supposed to be one of the best movies of all time last year of all the year last year. Fumble. Yeah, and nothing. You you don't know what type of hot dogs those are. They're, you don't know. You know what I mean? So they did fumble the bag. I got one for you. This one is not more of a spelling, but more of a uh, punctuation. Uh, and we we can throw it back to last week. Sex in the city, is it sex and the city or sex in the city? Sex and the city. Which say that one more time. Sex and the city. She's correct. Yeah, I would have sworn it was it's sex, sex in, in the, the city. city. Like they're having sex in, in the, the city, city, baby. Sex. 
and the city. Yeah, but I would have thought it was in the city. So yeah, same here. Sex We're having in the city. sex in the city. Maybe y'all are just dumb. We could be. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Maybe a, a portion of the, the world is dumb because a lot of people. Maybe it's because I'm a cusp. So. Yeah. Maybe that's what, yeah. Both timelines. I got a, I got a this question. One, this one right here, I yeah. could have sworn, I dude. I, I got a question. And this one is like, this is a false memory. This isn't one of those things where it's read re- differently. This is one that is a false memory. Go for it, Tommy. You'll see this on uh, underwear. Fruit of the Loom. Uh-huh. Fruit of the Loom logo specifically. When you picture the fruit of the loom and you picture the fruit in the logo, is there a cornucopia behind the fruit or not? No, it's just grapes, dude. green apples. So I think, I, dude, I wonder for a second. Yeah, hold, on, hold on, for a second. Because I wonder if you need to see these because it has a different effect on your brain. It could. Than us just asking. But when I looked at this, I'm like, yeah, no fucking way. That, like, yeah, dude, I remember the cornucopia. I remember it. And yeah, it's there. I feel like I'm just screaming into the void because nobody else does. Apparently, like, and no, I saw a video on TikTok about the the Haynes one. Yeah, people were like, there was a cornucopia. I remember the fruit of the loom. Yeah, fruit of the loom. Yeah, Haynes. Haynes. We're not oh. sponsored by Haynes. Yeah, Haynes doesn't pay us. <laughs> fruit of the loom. What's fruit up? What's up, guys? Sorry. Uh, but yeah, no, I for for sure I remember a cornucopia, and maybe I had like off brand fruit of the loom, but I remember it being there. Right, hundred percent, and that that can't be something you just make your brain makes up. But you know what? I'm a girl, and I didn't. I don't think I had much fruit of the loom. Under yeah, me. I was and thinking that there was about ten in the drawer when I was a little kid. Yeah, um, and some of them had to have the logo with the cornucopia, the Monopoly Man. Okay, you yep. picture him. Yeah, we love him. He's a staple uh, out of board games. Um, does he have a monocle? No, that's the peanut person. Dude, she's born in a different timeline than us because I could I would swore yeah. that fancy old man had You a could be right. You could be right about that. It could be. Look, here it is both sides. Because 100%. Dude, you know what? Like when, when we were born, the, I mean, the graphics, uh, yeah. they took off a little later. Uh, the pixelation factors, all this. <laughs> Maybe that had something to do with it. Because uh, my memory is entirely different. That one. Uh, this candy bar you can find um, in a Home Depot. Yeah. You can find in a Walmart. You can find it anywhere. Matter of fact, uh, my Papa Jackson, he used to <laughs> give me these uh, when we were working in the wood shop with a, with a Coke with some sawdust. Uh, a Kit Kat. A Kit Kat bar. Now, when you picture Kit Kat, uh, does it have a hyphen? Does it not have a hyphen? Like kit hyphen cat, or kit cat. Is there a is there a hyphen or not? Is there a picture? Yeah, yeah. I want to see it. Can you see all of them over there? No. I think it's no hyphen. There's no hyphen. There's no hyphen, but I could. But when I when I see it, I feel like this would have gone better if I could have seen them all. Yeah. Well. This is how we're doing it. But it, maybe this is interesting because maybe there's something like psychologically oh, there. Maybe you're right, yeah. About seeing it. Yeah, that's that's a good point too. Um, did uh, when you saw a picture of Winnie the Pooh, did he have his dick out or no? <laughs> Just picture it in your head. Just picture it real hard. Just he doesn't wear pants. Yeah, does his dick out or no? I 
don't think I've ever seen that. <laughs> you don't look at his dick? No, he's a bear. <laughs> okay, well, his dick was out. Okay, so that's not a Mandela effect. I just wanted to see if he... <laughs> <laughs> um, this one is... And some of these are like people misquoting things, like movie lines, like uh, we're going to need a bigger boat. And it says like you're you're gonna need a bigger boat. It's from Jaws, and like Luke, I'm your father, or whatever. There's like a lot of ones like that. Um, but I do want to note, like in Star Wars, C3PO, he's like the gold, uh, you know, robot android. Uh, I picture him. I'm just gonna tell you because it's it's easy to when sometimes it's it's misleading when I say it. it does he have a silver leg or not have a silver leg. He does have a silver leg, apparently, but I could have sworn he's a full gold android. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought he was just gold. Yeah. And he's got a silver... One that's silver, the way, yeah, damn. He's got one silver leg, and I'm not... under Like, that's what I'm... I, do you think it's just, like, people are so... Well, I got another one real okay. quick. And you can picture this in your own brain. You don't have to see a picture of this on a screen. Okay. Tom Cruise. Yeah. The iconic scene. You'll see this at Halloween. Um, Maverick? No. Okay. I'm talking risky business. Risky business. That's the other one. Yeah. Uh, you'll see this in, well, speaking of sororities, uh, yeah. a lot of a lot of sorority girls go this route. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. He's got the button down shirt. Yeah. The socks, yada, yada. I've actually been to a Tom Cruise sorority party where they just dress, and 90% of them were risky and business. And what's the other piece of that costume be? Um, It's tidy whities yeah. And what else? Sunglasses. Sunglasses. Uh, gotcha. There <laughs> are no sunglasses. Gotcha. You, you're so dumb. <laughs> oh, God. No, I'm just saying. Um, but when I asked you, you know, what, what's a part of that, I would say, yeah, I see. It's always sunglasses, part yeah. of that look. Um, he doesn't have sunglasses on, just socks, a button-up shirt, and a whole lot of confidence. But the... Uh, the thing is, I wonder if people combine from Top Gun yes. those shades. Yeah, no, there's a- because when I see people dress up, they're not aviators. They're the Clubmaster sunglasses. So I think it's just something. Like the thick band. Yeah. Yeah. Like the black Ray-Ban. Okay, so. this one is, first of all, I've got two with the black IPs. They say that... Uh, it says, I'm so, t-, and I've actually even said this line on the podcast. I'm so 2008, you're so 2000 and late. Yep. She says, I'm so 3008, you're so 2000 and late. I'm, I don't think that that's the case. What I think has happened is this, because they also did this back in the day. Do you remember the song, Let's Get It Started? Let's get it started in here. Yep. They, they are, they've, when I remember, I have a sp- specific memory of going to Best Buy. And checking out different types of boom boxes that I was going to have, like a stereo system for my room for my birthday. My dad was like, hey, you, what do you want for your birthday? And I told him. So we went to Best Buy to go check out some of them. And that song was the demo song that was playing for all the stereo systems, right? Okay. But don't flag us, YouTube. The song was not called Let's Get It Started. It was Let's Get Retarded, yeah, right? Yeah. We all know that now. Like it was kind of like a hidden secret. That Let's that's how, Get Retarded. and yeah. And then they changed it for the radio. Do you think that's the same case with something like that? Like they they could go back and just change it because it, I for sure remember it. Like yeah, they can they can do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if, like, when everybody saw the movie, he had sunglasses, 
And then you know how sometimes some scenes will be different once they put it on DVD. Or, or commercial, or uh, TV, TV, syndicate it for what TV. What if they used another take and he didn't have them? That could be the case. That could be the case. And so, is that the Sinbad one? Yeah, I wanted What's to the name of the movie? Out. What's the name of the movie? Is it Shazam? It's Kazam. Kazam. All yeah, right, guys. Kazam. Sorry, I was in Kazam. Uh, so, so this makes it interesting, okay? Um, Sinbad never played a genie. Right. Um, I mean, when you think about Shazam... Kazam. Uh, Sorry for... Well, you you see him in a movie called Shazam, and it says many argue they're confusing this memory with the movie Kazam, starring Shaquille O'Neal as a genie. Yeah. So the two titles sounding similar. I wonder if that that had maybe that's why I keep saying it backwards. But I mean, there is a movie now. But like, yeah, I mean, so many people say they saw him in the movie Shazam. Shazam, like you could find out what song was playing. Sure, um, but I do. I will say that, like, even growing up, I would get that movie name wrong. Yeah, but I'm also saying, like, because later on that thing came out. Yeah, you know, what I'm talking about, like, on your phone. Yeah, no, I know what you Shazam, Shazam is. Shazam it. Yeah, it's still. Right and I wonder it. if that just got embedded, like, later on. As we I don't grew think up. so. There is also a superhero named Shazam. He's been around for forever. He had to change his name. Like, there's a. He used to be called Captain Marvel. Uh, the you know the movies that came out with uh the dude um, and he he says Shazam and he turns into a superhero right yeah I'm so just I mean, saying, where that, did all this come from but I I do remember calling him like that movie with uh with Shaquille O'Neal I remember thinking it was Sinbad and called Shazam so like I'm saying like maybe it's our all our timelines converging converging dude this yeah this other one blew my mind I don't know if you saw this one I didn't I actually have a shirt. Um, Smokey that the bear. I wore for a couple of shows with with Smokey the Bear on it, and I call it my Smokey the Bear shirt. What's it? What is it? Is it's gonna... Smokey Bear. Is his no. name? Yeah, his name is not Smokey the Bear. It's just Smokey Bear. What? That's a. I mean, that's kind of a. I always dude, Smokey, it was Smokey the Bear because like, yeah. You, that can't be right. I'm telling you. So, huh, no way. Yeah, well, I'm getting farther down into this list, and there's some that that are that are just blowing my mind. Okay, Tank Man. Uh, this one's gonna probably the most memorable identified. Uh, no. Okay, this could be just a China thing. So, everybody knows who the Tank Man is. He's the guy in Tiananmen Square that stood in front of a. Uh, a tank. Yeah. Well, you know, they cut that video short or whatever, like edited it, whatever you want to say, but it says Tank Man was run over. Oh, unidentified man known as Tank Man was run over and killed, but other videos show him unharmed. As in like he, I do remember part of that video is him like moving, la- like the tank moving, trying to move around him and he's like getting in the way of the tank. So, and I've seen smaller clips of it and, you know, longer clips of it. So he could have tried to get away from it, but, I could have, for a fact, known that he got ran over by that tank. Yeah. That's wild. What Do you think... Okay, let's put the list away for a second, and let's talk about this. Do you think that the reason why these happen is because people have, like... For example, I said it the other... One of the videos that we've had with the Wayne's World thing, I've said that story prior to saying it on the podcast 
uh, it has to do with like uh you know what Wayne says like a line. I'll have the yeah. cream of some young guy or I'll have the cum of some young guy. <laughs> that is a Mandela effect I've done on myself because <laughs> I have said it so many different times and I forgot the line. Okay, it was cream. It was cream of some young guy. But cum made it funnier. Yeah, it makes it <laughs> people get it after that. Do you think it's because people are so like they just uh. It has gone around into these circles. It's like a bad game of telephone that yeah. gets stuck. Yeah. That's uh, kind of what happens, maybe. So I'm getting my um, news from But also, I mean, there's different parts of your brain. Um, you know, you have your your audible memory. You have yeah. all these different types of memory. Um, and I wonder if there's something there. Definitely. Like, I mean... Uh, from different time periods of how many years ago and like... And I think your brain tries to fill in the gaps of stuff. Like, for example, Sex in the City. Like, I never watched that show. I heard people say it. And I'm sure that when I heard them say it, I just thought, Sex in the City. Got it. Sounds good. Makes more sense to me. Yeah. Smokey Bear. Smokey the Bear. Yeah. Exactly. Like, growing up, you've got, like, you know, Winnie the Pooh. You know what I mean? Like, that just I'm filling in the gaps in my brain, like okay. Like I could have is... told you that Oscar Mayer was spelled different than John yeah. Mayer, right? Because the way I say it to you, yeah. So I just think these things that are just I would swear, yeah. And then the Shazam, Kazam, Sinbad, Shaquille O'Neal thing. I don't know. It's really got you that torn up. <laughs> that one gets me. Uh, but I, I mean, I'll have to go watch that movie again just to see like why I think that, but. Um, you got you got anything else about the Mandela effect that you want to just throw onto the people? Um, yeah, I mean it's it's a crazy thing, and I just want you all to think for a second about the timeline of your life. Yeah, and I want you to the think season. about the seasons that you've gone through, uh-huh. and really ask yourself. Um, I mean, I had a I had a story I was trying to tell the other day. And my years in my timeline were so fucked up. But I would have sworn, I was, you know, no, this happened before. The, and it's just, I think, part of the way our brain registers with what makes the most sense. Like, Yeah. And I, I also think that people, when they think they remember something the, the a certain way, everything else falls into line. Right, like what you're saying. Oh yeah, dude. Do you ever get that with your parents or your friends or somebody? You're like, you're like, yeah. You remember when this happened? Yeah, and you're like, no. And they're like, that no, that was not. I'm no. like, no. It, it happens sometimes, and I'll just be like, okay. When we come back, we got so it's Women Appreciation Month, right? We love women, 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 women. We're uh, what? What do we want to say? Allies. We're what else? Um, we're we appreciate how they look, how they talk, how they just everything. We love everything. Women. Okay, we love about them. a woman. Uh, we have one on the show. She, we don't put her on camera because we don't appreciate them that much. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but we uh, we're gonna have a music section coming up where we you know talk about different artists that we're listening to, and we made it a challenge to ourselves to have artists that are women this month. Yeah. Okay? Um, and I'm ex- I haven't you haven't told me your list, so I'm excited to hear. Yeah, we're going into it blind, uh-huh. but uh, yeah, I got two picked out. I think you got two picked out. Yeah, and now I you told me why you, the like a truck, heart like a truck. Oh yeah, I thought Laney. we were talking about truck month, truck and month, apparently it's yeah. just because she's got a fat old ass. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah, uh, 
that the the cheetah print pants uh put her viral on on tiktok and uh i have seen that video i think i think it blowing up uh the way it did put her on the truck commercial uh, you think yeah that makes sense all right we will be right back uh stick with us Hello, friends. We are back in, and we're going to talk about some music. Um, we left off. We're going to talk about some women artists for the month of March, Women Appreciation Month. Um, um, we're going to do a little bit more well-known people first and then kind of get into some uh, people that you might not have heard of. I'll go first just because, I mean, everybody has heard of this person, I believe, but uh, they've, you know, when they were younger, first of all, it's Willow. It's Will Smith's. Uh, daughter, right? And Jada Smith's daughter. Yeah. You remember her from like, I whip my hair back and forth. Like she was a child back then. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, she has songs that pop up every once in a while, but she's gone more of a route. Her, her mom used to be in like a metal band, right? And she's kind of gone that direction in her new album. It came out last year. Um, and I'll listen to it every once in a while. There's a song on it that is just like, it's hits heavy, and I'm just gonna play it, uh, and then we can talk about it. So uh, this is Willow, uh, and this is from her album. Oh, I gotta pull it up, but uh, yeah, Willow. It does. It's not Willow Smith. It's Willow. Um, Coping Mechanisms is the song or is the the album, and uh, the song's called Maybe It's My Fault. So I actually need to. Uh, Get back to it. So give me one second. Yeah. What? Tell me about what what you remember about Willow. You, with what? Whip your hair back and forth real quick. Uh, I I really don't remember much. Um, Did y'all know that she like severely damaged her neck from that music video? Really. Mm-hmm. I she mean, I, I remember it being a thing, but uh, I didn't ever hear it about her getting injured. That's, well, that's which, tough. When I tell people that I'm like a fan of Willow and I'm a fan of Jaden Jaden Smith songs, he just goes by Jaden also. Uh, like, there's a little bit of like disrespect because they're like, okay, well, those are just Will Smith's kids. Like, I understand it, but I think they're actually pretty good musicians on their own right. Okay, but here's Willow. Maybe it's my fault. Uh, this is from her album Coping Mechanism. It's a bop, isn't it not? I like that. Yeah, I really do. Told you. Yeah, it's like, got it's got a little bit of punch to it. Um, it does. It's it, yeah. As soon as you start playing it, I, it, it reminded me of like many more uh, female artists. Yeah, that I was like, ah, oh, damn, I should have. You know. So here's another thing that I want to say. Like the the music that uh, she's going for is getting more popular right now. Um, we, I, I think I talked to you about, like off air about this about like uh, they're called Deftones now, and this is Mandela Effect. They used to be called the Deftones. Right. People were like, no, that that's not the case. But I'm I for certain yeah. I remember they used to go by that. 
that type of music was uh, not really popular when we were kids, but it was a little bit, but it's come back into circulation. And I think that some of the reason is because of like music like Willow or other female artists that um, have like d- dipped their feet in and like gone all the way in, in, in Willow's case, to make music that is like grunge, but it's like uh, almost like vocal frying uh, metal music. No screaming, but just like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a, uh, there's a genre for it. And it sounds a lot like Deftones. And well, it sounds, yeah. I mean, and even when like Machine Gun Kelly type yeah. stuff like really broke. Yeah. Um, it, it took me back because it was like a, this same with that. It's like you're layering two styles together sure. of what we grew up on. Yeah. Um, she does have a song with, uh, Machine Gun Kelly, and it's her worst song. I don't. I'm not a big Machine Gun Kelly guy, but I get what you're getting at. Like the music there, like the 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 blueprints are there, right? The blueprints for this like rock uh, emo punk right. uh, genre that we grew up with. Yeah, they've changed it a little bit to uh, hit to a different crowd, and it still resonates with me. That's why I like this album a lot. Uh, it resonates a lot, and it's like just hits those notes and her voice is really good. She has a very good voice. Yeah, no, I definitely, um, I could listen to that. Um, yeah. And I mean the, the guitar with the drums. Yeah. Um, the, the, the half, half time that I, I put it to that chorus. There's another, uh, it's a half time when they play it. So it's just like more open, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's more of kind of like a breakdown into the chorus. And I like that, that, section of the song a lot better than well she's yeah she's getting our necks going yeah uh, so i hope her neck's okay uh, oh nice good callback nice good job um all right what do you got for us um yeah uh i think it was caitlin butts, caitlin butts it? yeah um i know there's you know a lot of people katie butts caitlin butts um i tell you what she is really really uh cool person uh, I've gotten to know a little bit throughout the years, but I'll tell you the funniest thing of was how I met her. Um, we were, uh, well, I'll just put it this way. We had a mutual friend who had a house they weren't living in at the time um, out towards Weatherford. Okay. I was having a rough patch. He uh, was having a rough go. I was having a rough go at life. Uh, didn't have a place to stay one night. And um, so our mutual friend was like, hey, you can go stay out at the you know ranch house. Um, so I drive out there. I found a way in, um, pass out. I wake up the next morning, and I'm just in my boxers. And I, Fruit of the looms? And it uh, could have been. Cornucopia. With a cornucopia. Yes, sir. And so I walk out of the bedroom and no one else is there. Okay. And I walk in and this girl, I do not know is sitting there eating breakfast, um, like loading stuff. And I scared the absolute (laughs) shit out of her. She scared me because no one was there when I went to sleep. And well, our mutual friend forgot to, tell her yeah that i was there <laughs> so that was like our introduction were y'all roommates uh, or what after that <laughs> no we uh it was so funny it was the most like bizarre surprising 
way to meet somebody. Um, and so anyways, after that, it was, it was just like always a funny story to tell. Um, but it, it, uh, it's cool to see, you know, throughout the year, somebody take off the way that she has. Um, so the song that, uh, we queued up is actually a remix of, uh, a song she has called Marfa Lights. Um, but, uh, I like that she put the remix out there, um, kind of spiced it up. Yeah. Phenomenal writer. Um, but uh, why don't we play that? Sure. And we'll- There you go. That's sick. Yeah, I like it. That's I like Caitlin it. Butts. That's a Marfa Lights remix. Dude, I like the uh, the bass line in it. It's like very synth pop bass to it. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's It's got a lot of different genres that I'm hitting. You know, you got the EDM, you got the synth pop, but you, it's also got the folk twang. It I, I heard makes her voice it a little funky. The imagery of, you know, Western country. It's very good. Uh, I like it. I'm going to bump that on the way home. Dude, again, combining like different elements... Uh, because you have the, uh, you know, natural twang, uh, you know, sitting right over kind of this funky groove. Yeah. Um, and it, it works. It works pretty nice. I'm a, that's one of my f- favorite genres is, uh, I, I do like country music, but I like the writing of country music way better than anything else. Um, if it's done right. Uh, if it's done right, then it's one of the best genres. Oh yeah, right. If it's done wrong, then it's just it's cheap and it's tacky. Uh, and if it's making fun of itself a little bit, like that song was kind of making fun of itself a little bit. You know, it's got the greetings Earthlings at the beginning and yeah. Marfa Marfa. It's called Marfa Light, so like you yeah, know, that that area is a little bit known for having some UFO, UFO sightseeing, really and, playing into the yeah. yeah. And so I like uh, I like the imagery there, but <laughs> it's also just you know when you go to Marfa, it's People go, I have a lot of friends that have gone to just, you know, hang out. They've got the cool Prada shop there that's like a fake Prada shop or a real one. I don't really know. A, a lot of pictures get taken out there. A lot of, you know, it's a it's an Instagram haven out there. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's it's cool that she's kind of playing into that a little bit. It's, um, Marfa's a cool town, but it's also kind of like a uh, tourist attraction. Yeah, it's become that, yeah. And it sounds like, you know, she's like, we're out west, we're going out west. And, you know, it's it's like we're going to the beaten path, but it's like... At the same time, you you've got that imagery, but you've got uh, we're going to basically like so take some Instagram pictures. Yeah, you know it's kind of fun. It's not much out there. It's fun. It's kind of fun. Um, the person I've got next, uh, she I don't I honestly don't know how to give you the genre she's in. She is a rapper. Uh, her name's Audrey Nuna, and uh, she has sim- similar to Caitlyn Butt. She has a remix to this song. It's called uh, 
Damn Right. This one's called Damn Right Part 2. And I like her flow a lot, but I'll let her, you know, I'll let it speak for itself in a sense. So I'm just going to start playing it. There we go. That's cool. I like yeah. the uh, even the little processor on her voice. Um, yeah, and the you got the drops in there. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, that could really get get the people going. It was produced by DJ Snake. He's like a pretty big producer. I don't know if you. Yeah, he's in a lot of like, he's got some some hits on the radio and stuff like that too. Uh, and he does, you know, like it does uplift the song a little bit more because uh, I, I am a big synth. Like I, I do like the synth hitting in the bass and all that kind of stuff. That's like some of my favorite songs have that. Um, I don't know if that's because Stranger Things, like Stranger yeah. Things, they're they're out there. It did bring that back. Brought it back a lot. Um, but yeah, she's got, uh, I, I don't want to just like break down her lyrics, but they're really funny. And uh, her second verse is really funny too. She just has like a lot of wordplay in it. And that's always like, that's, that's a got if you got a lot of good wordplay in my book, you're a good rapper. Uh, I mean, it takes a lot of like doing the double entendres and oh yeah, making meanings mean a lot of different things in a short span of time, and she has that. Uh, so her name's Audrey Nuna. Uh, go check her out; she's really good. Um, who's who's what do you got for your? Uh, yeah, uh, next up, um, the uh, they're out of Oklahoma. Um, Raglan is the name, um, known as Sam and Autumn, uh, for, for several years now kind of came up together, uh, going at the music thing. Um, I tell you what, she is again, a fantastic writer. Mm -hmm. Um, and her voice, um, is, she's just got one of those voices that is, yeah, I could listen to. Yeah. Um, read the read over the phone and book. over. Yeah. I mean, she's got a cool voice. Um, but behind the songs, there's a, uh, there's a lot of truth and, uh, and what the songs, you know, they, the songs stand on their own. Yeah. Um, so this one's no different. This is probably one of their, become one of their more popular songs. Okay. But I remember hearing this, uh, bare bones acoustic and saying, yep. This is that's that's a hit. Um, so this one is from Ragland, uh, Love Liquor and a Place to Die. It's yeah, from their EP Murphy's Law.
Yeah, that's fun. So that's Raglan. That's love like you're in a place to die. Um, yeah, I mean, again, uh, they write about serious topics, but yeah. they bring a little uh, fun into it, um, different perspectives. So. Yeah, it sounded all cheery, but they're talking about a place to die. You know what I mean? So it's I, I like them. So does she sing? Does she? What's the what's the dynamic of the? Do you know the dynamic of like the group? Because you said it was her. And yeah. A, 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 uh, so a, her and her husband. Okay. Uh, Sam, I mean, really, um, he's played all different instruments throughout the years, yeah. uh, from guitar, bass. Uh, he, um, he sings also. Okay. Um, but they've kind of put this as their main project. Uh, is is Raglan. Uh, but the Sam Cox band, um, you know, I I would go see them years and years ago. Um, so he had his own thing going on. They kind of merged that. Um, and so she she plays guitar and, yeah. and she sings. Um, and she does a lot of the writing. Uh, they all write together. Sure. But um, I'll say that her... Uh, her lyrics, um, yeah, her vocal, she's and vocal. I mean, it's 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 great. Um, she's doing a lot of like fun things with her voice too. Like, um, I don't, I, I'm not. She's a, got like the folk thing, yeah. about it. Um, that she really, I don't know, that combined with that little bit of twang. Yeah, there wasn't too much of it where you're like, okay, here we go. There's like. <laughs> A dime a dozen people that are just trying to like show you that they're. She had. Uh, she didn't even start out with it. You know what I mean. If this is a song that they're pushing out there, and it's like, uh, I don't know. I feel sometimes people will use twang to like tell, she, show what uh, genre they're in. You know. So, but she let the music kind of speak for herself a little, speak for itself a little bit, and then her vocals were able to speak for themselves as well. Hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, uh, she's got. Uh, She's got an array of songs that she's written and then that yeah. they've written. But, I mean, the the talent, like, catch their show if they're ever coming through your city um, because it, it is fun to watch. And, and I mean, that those, those guys taught me how to harmonize, start working with me years and years ago, and then helped me, like, figure out my voice a little bit. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that they've just had. Like, they're just, they just turn it on. It's pretty cool. That's dope. Uh, speaking of concerts, um, well, you know we'll we'll be recording after I go to the Taylor Swift concert with uh, Lulu, and I'm excited about that because uh, it's supposed to be like three hours long. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she, I don't know what what I'm getting at is, uh, see, like I'm excited to see her, but she also brings on acts before time, right? And uh, you know, they, sometimes they're local people, and um, she's been bringing on. We've been listening to who she brought on in, in Arizona, so I'm excited to see who she brings on. It's usually like a you know somebody who's either local or someone that she brings around with her, and usually like a female artist. So I'll I'll report back and tell you who she had open for. Yeah, uh, we'll tell you about all of it. She Lulu's been excited for this for like months and months and months. She's been trying on all the different outfits. The moment is finally here. B, have you been hearing about the Taylor, Taylor Swift concert, like the whole setup for it? Like when you go, it's like a fashion show in a sense. Like you got to basically put on what album you're wearing. <laughs> and like she's like, I'm going for the 1989 look. And like she's been like showing me in the mirror. And I'm like, okay, well, uh, I know she's got a song about like a white shirt and like blue jeans. So I'm going to go for that look. 
Do yeah, you? I've seen like on TikTok just the different yeah albums, different people dressing up. I've seen some really good ones. It's like a Met Gala for uh, middle aged. Not middle. We're middle aged. Yeah, I we? see some pictures. Uh, they all some of them had on like they were all done up in dresses like a certain way. Yeah, and other girls had on what you're talking about and. Yeah, it's just like the different hairstyles. I mean, all the different, uh, I guess, iconic looks looks throughout the albums. So we'll I'll report back when next week. What are you gonna wear? Like I just said, <laughs> I'm gonna wear. She's got that song. You got that, James Dean. You're gonna James Dean look. No, she says I'm gonna wear a red scarf. Is that gonna get? <laughs> am I gonna get beat up for wearing a red scarf? Apparently, okay. For all you Taylor, you Swifties out there, uh, you already know what I'm talking about, but. Um, there's a song that she talks about this red scarf in, and Jake Gyllenhaal. It was Jake Gyllenhaal's red scarf. Yeah, and he like didn't give it back to her. Like whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think you should put the red scarf. So on. Uh, should I wear a red scarf yeah, and definitely. see if I get my ass beat? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm gonna wear. Isn't it supposed to represent her virginity too? Oh, see, there's always layers with that girl. I don't know. There's always layers with her. Last time we uh, went out on a limb, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were wrong. So we're just gonna yes. Yes, it's about our virginity. It makes sense. <laughs> that could be. But uh, I'm excited for that concert, too. So, uh, yeah, And I want to see awesome. who she pulls out, and I'll, uh, we'll, maybe we'll, we'll talk about them as well. Um, Tommy, you got anything else for us? Man, I uh, appreciate all the uh, love and the hate, um, <laughs> all the comments. Uh, you can find us. We're on TikTok, Instagram. It's at Post Hump Day. Um, and I tell you what, we're going to be uh, setting stuff up so you can submit questions. Uh-huh. Um, you know, if you're having a little relationship uh, advice you're looking for. Yeah. Or maybe you have a crazy story that, that uh, you think we're gonna, should, should go on the air. We're going to build out a better website. So it's easier for you guys to be in the brackets, be able to submit those, be able to uh, send in your questions, and uh, and then, you know, Possibly here down the line, we're going to have some type of merch that you guys can help uh, support us in some way. Yeah, we got a couple of things uh, that are going to be going out pretty soon. And some lives. Uh, we can make, we can go on live now. On yeah, TikTok. we are able to, yeah, we hit uh, over the number over the- of followers that you need. So, um, yeah, we'll be on TikTok live if you're on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, Let us know what you would like for us to do on live. We have some ideas, but, you know, throw some throw some ideas out there and maybe we can make them happen. Um, so thanks again, guys. This has been the PhD Post Hump Day podcast. Comes out every Thursday. My name is Kellen King. I'm Tommy DeSalt. We'll see you on the other side.